When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Uh, before we get started today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine in the market. I've said this multiple times. We own three of them. I want a fourth and a fifth. AADs listening to me, but um, they're so great. Um, they work so well. They're so easy to set up. I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up. Um, but mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins, they'll take really good care of you. And also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Everything you need from a, from a nationally ranked, um, you know, we won three state titles, um, I think the we were just talking recently. Um, you know, we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years. And I think we know the secret sauce to be successful, the roadmap, what it takes on and off the court. So go over and check it out um, and enjoy the podcast. Let's off the podcast. Talk about how and why we teach things. So, been teacher for 30 plus years. I think about this a lot. We're you know we're in the summer now. And I always kind of, you know, reflect back on um, my uh, my my year, and this was, I think, every three years we have an evaluation cycle. So I did a lot of lot more thinking <laughs> this year than I have on other ones. But it's funny how I feel like I'm finally getting into the groove of teaching, and it's year thirty. It's it, it's funny, and I and I, I think it's similar in coaching. Um, and there's some things that have done that I've done that have helped me that I'm going to try to share with you tonight, today on the, on the podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, you know, it's the why before the what. You know, why am I doing specific things? And I know game-based, I know game-based um, practice and all that. Absolutely, I've been doing that for 30 years. I didn't just didn't call it game-based. Um I am the I am the I am the teacher that believes that you need cooperative learning and you need lecture learning. You need, you know, so everything I do, I go, you know, why am I doing this and how is it going to help us be successful? And then what am I doing to to convey that to my players? Um, so it's similar to that. If you only do game based practice, it's not going to work because you're not going to work on fundamental skills. You're not going to work on. There is time for drill work. Hate to break it to you, but there is. Um, you know, we're not in a world where we can not only drill. It's a math teacher, you know, you need to know your multiplication tables. <laughs> and how did you memorize those and, and get them? You drilled them. So there is a time for drill. There is also a time 
for what you know the lingo is now with game base and all that. Um, I think there's you, you have to <laughs> you have to keep it fresh. You have to keep it exciting for the players. Um, you know, so that's the first thing. You you have to ask the why before the what, and then you have to ask what is their why. <laughs> um, so let's say you have a roster of 15 players. Their whys are all different. Player one's why might be he's playing because he wants a scholarship. Player four might be playing because he just wants to be part of a team. Player 15 is just happy to be on the team. Player seven wants to play in college. Everybody's why is a little bit different. And it's your job as the coach to figure out what that why is. How are you going to help them find that why? Why am I doing this? And if you, I'm telling you right now, all, all the great ones, when I have found the whys for all 15, we have been unbeatable. Um, so then once you find the why, then you have to hold them to that why. You have to hold them to their aspirations. Like, you know, I, I, I can tell you there was this, one of my players, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago and they were not doing what they needed to do in class and I was on them and then they, they were getting irritated with me. I go, stop. Do you not want me to hold you to a high bar? Do you not want me to hold you to your aspirations? I know what your aspirations are. Do you not want me to hold you that? So you have to put it back onto them. Um, so questions to ask as a coach on a, on a daily basis. What is the skill we're trying to learn? <laughs> or skills, okay? How are they acquiring this skill? So sometimes it's drills. Sometimes it's game-based, okay? Um, what is the decision-making in doing that skill? And how do we refine it? That's a, it's a whole LTA, LTAD study that I think was done in Canada. But let me go through that again. What is the skill you want to teach? How do you acquire that skill? Okay. What decision-making has to go into that skill? <laughs> so you can have, you can be a great shooter but not be able to get your shot off. Okay, so what is the skill? How do you acquire that skill? What's the decision-making that goes into that skill? And how do you refine it? I think those are the four things, and I'll put them down in the show notes, that you have to ask yourself every time you do something. You know, what is the skill they're doing? How are they acquiring this skill? How are they using decision-making to refine that skill? And then how do they refine it? Okay, so those are, that's the first thing, you know, the questions you have to ask as a coach when you're sitting there and doing your practice plans, you're doing those kind of things, you should always be, I've got those big four, okay? Um, so I also like asking players when we're watching film, when we're breaking things down, when I'm talking one-on-one -on -one them, it's called the five-question method. It's what did you see? What did you do well? What could you have done differently? How did you feel? And how could you have communicated to your teammates? If you ask those five questions, <laughs> you will start training them into the process that they need. So let me say that again. So when I, when, let's say I pulled Johnny aside and he just made a mistake on running our offense. Okay. I'm going to ask him, what did he see? So what'd you see when you did that? What'd you like? I love this with my point guard. He makes a bad pass. What'd you see? What did you do well on that? Well, you looked up the court. Great. What could you have done differently? Oh, I could have maybe passed it on the other side. Right. So, so let's do let's do an example. This is the best way to kind of show this. Point guard gets the ball and the outlet dribbles a couple times, throws it away. 
Okay. So I'm a, I pulled, I pulled Johnny aside and say, what did you see? Oh, I saw him open coach. I saw him open. He was down the court. Okay. What did you do? Well, well, I saw him up and I was trying to, I was trying to get the ball up the court. Like you're telling me always to do. Yep. What could you have done differently? Well, I could have picked an angle. I could have maybe taken a couple more dribbles. Absolutely. So you're, you're helping them refine it. What did you physically feel? Well, I felt like we had to get going. I felt like we had to get going. What could you have communicated to your teammates? Well, I could have moved the guys over to the other side. I could have, you know, yes. Great job. Go back up, pat them on the butt, go. Um, so the five-question method, and again, I'll put them down in the show notes, is a great way to do it. Um, so what are your questions is what I would ask. What are the questions that you're asking your players? You know, I personally want to highlight the behaviors. It's like my niece and nephew who's like, my nephews, you want to highlight, or even my dog, it doesn't matter. You want to highlight the behaviors you want. Um, the do's, not the don'ts. So going back to the point guard example, I would have said, hey, you know what you should have done? You should have just maybe dribbled to the side and gotten a better angle for that pass up. But I love that you were, you, what you saw and how you were trying to get the ball up the court. Um, so I think all those things, that mindset has to change. Um, and they have to know that mistakes are okay. Whenever I'm working kids out one-on-one, I say, you know, I use the example. It's like I live like seven minutes from school. I don't know, maybe it's a mile and a half. I say I could take this ball and I could dribble it all the way home. I could. 52 years old, I could dribble at home. Am I becoming a better dribbler by doing that? No, because I'm not willing to make a mistake. <laughs> I'm trying to dribble from school home. Okay. Mistakes are good. Every great person. Every great entrepreneur, every great person has made mistakes along the way. Mistakes okay, but it goes back to the questions you're asking and the questions you're asking your, yourself and the questions you're asking your players that you have to improve from it. It's pivoting. Okay, Any great business has pivoted. If my brother's listening to this, I can guarantee you before he finally found the business that was working, he pivoted a thousand times. Okay, A master learner must be willing to pivot. Okay. Life has aspirations. Life has dreams. I get that, but we're all going to fail. We're all going to fall down. I did it my first season. Um, it's one of the reasons I started teachhoops.com because I was there. I was in a locker room. We were 714. I felt horrible <laughs> in, in tears and everyone's on the bus. My assistant coach is sitting next to me. Like, I am going, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it, it felt like a failure. That season felt like a failure. But I had to go through that to get to the point where I was. I had to get that to the point where I've coached NBA guys. I had to get that to win all the state titles because it put me in a situation where um, I had to pivot. I had to become a master learner. Okay, so hope you like this. Again, it's just me jotting down things um, as I kind of go along. Let me know what you think. Show notes down below. Review and like if you like this. We would really, really appreciate that. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you really want to, you know, teachhoops.com is a great way to help us out if you want to do that. Um, if you're not, and maybe you all shop on Amazon. Everybody shops on Amazon. You want to help us out a little bit, go to www.amazon.com backslash teachhoops. Bookmark that. Every time you buy something, we get a small little thing. And, you know, it helps. It helps. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with a third podcast. I would really like to do it if you want me to help you. Uh, I got to be able to keep the lights on. Um, and to pay for these. So, Sports Social Podcast Network.